Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Hello and welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about what everyday spirituality is. And we're also going to address some questions on spirituality that uh, I have received from clients and listeners. And Everyday Spirituality is a show, uh, is what this show is based on, and it's what we're all about and why we do it. And I know this show is going to be really good today because I am seeing angel numbers everywhere. Um, I had basically, we've, I've just gotten a new host call-in number, and the last four digits of that number is 4449. And we have a guest in the chat room, and it, their number is guest 1444. So... So first of all, um, I'm going to start off and talk about what is spirituality. And I always thought that I knew what it was, but in thinking about it, I realized, you know, do I really know what spirituality means to me, or for that matter, what does it mean for other people? Now, I believe spirituality starts with a question, and like most people, it started, for me, with a question. And I had these three questions uh, when I was young. And these were the three that I would ask is, what, what is the meaning of life? And why am I here? And what does God want me to be or do? And I've thought about these questions long and hard since I was about eight years old. Uh, so I guess I've been asking and seeking the answers for a long time. And you might have asked these questions too, or perhaps you've gone further and asked some questions such as, is this all there is to life? Is there something more? Is there something bigger than me? Or probably more commonly, you know, how can I feel more fulfilled and happy in a way that's lasting, that's not ephemeral? And when you ask questions like these, by looking for the answers, you're, you're starting your path on spirituality. Some of, the, some of these questions we're never really going to find um, an exact, immediate answer for. But by seeking the answers, we do find revelations that answer these questions in a deep way for each of us. And that's probably the most profound thing about being on your own spiritual path, is that you you seek the answer. As you seek these answers, you're going to find your life's experience answers them in such a way that you transform yourself into a more complete person, a more satisfied person. So the first step in spirituality is to have questions. And then the next thing is to seek those answers in ways that feel right to you. And I think that's the key, what feels right to you, what, you know, people say resonates with you. And as you find things that are working for you, you begin to build your own spiritual practice, and that keeps you on a path to a more fulfilled life. Now, I can tell you from my own experience that seeking answers to those questions that I had uh, when I was young, um, this finding that spiritual path actually works. And I think life has become easier for me because I've been seeking and I've been finding answers. And here are some concepts, discoveries, um, 
on spirituality that might help you find your own spiritual path. Now, spirituality, it's not a religion. Um, A lot of people say that they're spiritual but not religious. Religion, on the other hand, always has some spiritual aspect to it. And spirituality, according to Wikipedia, which is uh, the go-to place for information (laughs) in this day and age, um, this is what they say spirituality is. It is an inner path enabling a person to discover the essence of his or her being or the deepest values and meanings by which people live. Now, religion gives spirituality a framework for people, but you don't need to follow a particular religion to have spirituality. In fact, I think it's best for you to discover what things are most meaningful for you spiritually first. And if a particular religion gives you that, then that's great. And I've personally found that several several religions have concepts and practices that have meaning to me. And so I've gathered those to create my own beliefs. So I've sort of created my own religion, if you want to term it that way, or, or I would like to say spirituality. So in seeking answers to these life questions, we build our own spiritual beliefs based on answers that we choose to accept, those answers that feel right to us inside. And it's probably easiest to discover spirituality through the everyday things that you do. So, so how does one do that? Well, your process might begin like this. So you first start with that question. And the question might be, what can I do to be more fulfilled in life? Or how do I find fulfillment at work or my career? Or more broadly, some people ask, what is my life's purpose right now? And that's a very popular question. What's my life's purpose? Um, people come to angel readings always asking that. Now, I believe your life purpose can be many things, but if you're focusing on what it should be right now, you'll be in alignment with what your creator wants you to most be. And then you're going to have all those wonderful energies, the good energies of the universe behind you, the energies of what your creator wants you to channel, what what your creator wants you to be. So to answer these questions, you may look inside yourself for the answers first, and we all have divine guidance within us to give us these answers. And thinking about divine guidance may lead you to another question, the next question, which is usually, well, is there really something bigger than me? Uh, Is there something outside of me that I'm connected to so that um, this larger thing can answer my questions? And can I tap into that? And I choose to believe that there is something bigger than me and some something that I can receive divine guidance from. And so I'm following this path of this belief uh, and building my relationship with that guidance from what you know we call spirit. And as that process of believing and working with those beliefs brings me results and brings me answers, then that experience strengthens my belief and my understanding of what that path, this path that I'm creating, is about. So it's, it's, it's a creation that's a personal creation. I'm creating my own spiritual path. And I think that's the true meaning of spirituality, creating your path through your inquiry. And as you discover these answers uh, and building these beliefs, you're building your own spiritual practice. Now, sometimes you don't, not, you don't need to find inner wisdom, uh, but you just need to know yourself a, a little bit better. And 
some people don't know what makes them happy or they don't know how to feel fulfilled or what fulfills them or or what things that they enjoy and they like. And if you're one of those people, you might want to do some contemplation and journal. And you can discover a lot of things about yourself through journaling. And the way you journal is like keeping a diary, but it, it's not just about putting down your experiences. Uh, it's it's writing down your thoughts, your questions, and the questions you may not have answers to them, uh, or you may, uh, and you write down whatever you're inspired to write. You can kind of look at it as a creative form of having a conversation with yourself. And as you write, you may find that your inner self comes out and expresses answers to your questions through what we call intuitive pop-ups or insights. And in a way, it's a form of inspirational writing, and particularly if you start to see it as a dialogue with yourself. So things start to arise as you ask questions or you make those inquiries. Now, you can buy a blank book of paper for journaling. Uh, A lot of stores sell beautiful ones with pretty covers and nice paper. Um, And the best thing to do is to purchase one that you're attracted to. You may even want to write... Uh, in it with your favorite pen. And what this does is it gives it a special kind of feeling and energy that you may find um, as you're writing your state of mind changes because you're writing with the energy that you're giving into or that you're uh, putting into um, a special book or favorite pen. And you could also journal electronically. In fact, I think there are a a bunch of websites out there that are set up just for that. I personally would prefer to just keep my journals private on my own private home computer, uh, but there's a lot of ways that you can journal. And as you write more, you you may find that your inspirations become more frequent and that your own answers to your questions are more profound than your usual thoughts during the day. And the, the other nice thing about journaling is that you can see how things change for you as time goes on because you have a, re- a record to look back on. And now, remember, you can journal anywhere at any time or any place, and nothing is too insignificant to write about. Just put it down. And I always tell my students to journal their intuitive insights, the hits, when you had that intuitive um, pop-up or that insight and it, it came true uh, or that it had deep meaning for you. Write those down because then you strengthen your ability to notice when you get an intuitive hit or would you get that um, inspired divine message. And then more will come. So here's a few suggestions on some other things that you can write about. You can write about how your day went. Um, Did you learn or discover something new about yourself or someone else? What worked for you, what didn't? You can journal your positive gratitude list. And if you want to know more about positive gratitude, we've spoken about that in the past. Uh, You can journal about synchronicities that have happened to you or write down things you want to manifest. You can write down your dreams and aspirations. And some people journal right after they've they've done their meditation. They jot down the inspirations or the images or feelings they've received in meditation. Uh, Sometimes you might get just a picture and you can draw that down in your journal. So journal is a great way to keep track of where you are and where you want to go. And by putting things down on paper that you you wish to have or the things you want to manifest and work towards, it actually brings the energy of those things to you. It starts to flow more strongly, 
and it helps make them actually appear more quickly. And the best thing to remember in journaling is to keep it positive. You don't want to put yourself down. You want the energy of your journaling to be up and not negative. Now, some other practices are mindfulness, prayer, and meditation. And these are all spiritual practices that help you stay centered and improve your connection to your inner self. And they help you receive more clearly the divine messages that are within. Now, when I asked people to let me know what areas of spirituality they wanted to work on, many of them wanted to know how to connect more strongly to spirit, how to receive those divine messages, the divine guidance more clearly. By being mindful and being present in the now allows you to be aware of your intuitive messages, which are, are from spirit. And if if your mind is constantly racing towards the future or it's stuck in the past, you can't be aware of what's happening right now. So you want to be present. You want to be mindful. And remember, all of your inner voice messages can only be heard when your mind is still in your present. Meditation in particular is especially helpful in quieting your mind. It strengthens your ability to notice the inspiration and the intuitive messages that you actually are getting, that you get all the time, that you get all day. And meditation particularly helps you connect to the parts of your brain and the parts of your consciousness that taps into divine inspiration. Now, prayer is a, re- is a request and an intention. That's really the elements of what prayer is. And when you pray, you're often asking for God's grace. And you believe that it can be given to you, otherwise you wouldn't be asking for it. So by setting your intention to receive messages from Spirit, you are believing that you can receive messages, and then it manifests it. And by asking a power that is greater than yourself to help you, you are letting responsibility of it go. So that means that you are giving it over, giving it over to something greater than you, and then believing that it will happen. And that all helps in allowing your connection to Spirit to grow and to be enhanced and for you to notice it. And as that connection grows, you can receive insight to any questions that you ask. And just as we listed a bunch of questions in the beginning of this program, you can ask those kinds of spiritual questions as well, and those are probably the best questions to ask. Now, as you're working with with connecting to your angels and your spirit guides, and as you begin to see their responses through your intuition, through synchronicity and signs, you, you are building your relationship with them. And that's that's key. In fact, it's really your relationship with them that grows. It's not their relationship with you because they're always connected to you. They They know you very well already. So we need to develop our relationship with our guides, with our inner voice, with our divine guidance, with our angels. And that, and we all need to develop this understanding, our own understanding of how spirit speaks to us individually, because everyone is unique, and that they actually do speak to us. So when you see it working and it's happening for you, that reinforces it, and you get to know better how it works for you. And it's just like building a relationship with a friend or anyone else. And as you get more of these messages, then your belief is going to grow grow that they are actually there, that you have the connection, and that you're getting your messages. 
Now, another thing about in spirituality I think that's really important is letting go and letting God or allowing spirits in to help you, allowing yourself to be open to having that grace come in. And this is a great spiritual practice, as I mentioned. And, you know, many times we're so self-critical or even doubtful about ourselves or our abilities that we're we're so self-defeating. And one of the greatest things about letting go and letting God is that we take the burden off of ourselves. All those would have, I would have, I should have, I could have, go away. We can release ourselves from the outcome of things. And I found it's a great way to get rid of that self-criticism block. And, you know, many of us are self-critical, which is, is fine up to a point, but then you have to forgive yourself and move on. And remembering by remembering that everything is meant to be the way it is and that there's a greater plan and what is happening than what we can understand, it becomes easier to forgive yourself and also other people. And this may also help you work on your connection to spirit because when you release the outcome to the universe as well, then you release your self-judgment and your fear. And now this all leads us to trust, faith, and happiness. And how does that all come together? come together. Well, when you let the outcome go, you have faith and trust that things will be done as it was meant to be. You aren't fighting with life and you're not fighting with the world around you. And you might find that happiness begins to rise more easily and it comes more frequently. And as you practice having more faith and trust, you may find that you might even have more faith and trust because it begins to work on you inside and it starts to feel right. And that becomes a spiritual practice. So by practicing trust and believing that things are the way they are meant to be, we relieve our burden of fear and guilt, and we begin to see the world differently. You may begin to see that silver lining in the clouds. Now, I received uh, some great questions from one of the members of my Sixth Century group, and my Sixth Century group meets once a month, and it's a great group of people, and we get together and basically work on our spirituality through our connection to our intuition, through our divine guidance within, which is really developing our sixth sense. And what this gentleman sent me was he he had some great questions, and uh, this is what he said. How do we remain aware of our spirituality? I always feel so positive and filled with joy and life energy after our meetings. How do we maintain a spiritual state of mind and body on our own? So here are the answers to those questions. And the first thing uh, you need to do is just set set time aside to focus on specific spiritual practices. And those practices can be whatever you like to do and what feels right to you. Again, you have to pick what feels good to you or what, what you like to do. So it might be meditation, even if it's for five minutes a day. Journaling can be done in a quiet place, and it probably um, works best for you. Or you can do it on your commute home, on the train or the bus. Prayer can be done before you sleep or before you meditate. Contemplation about yourself and being mindful can actually happen any time of the day, wherever you are. Um, And the way that works is you have to remind yourself. And when I was actually working for large companies, I found that sometimes at meetings I would remember to be mindful and to be the observer of myself, that I am the observer, I'm the witness, that's really who I am inside. 
and that helps me be present. And when I'm present, I can notice what's happening around me rather than be caught up in the drama of what's happening around me. And I found it really, really insightful and helpful. It helped me see more of what was really happening around me at, at, at like a deeper level. And a lot of times I found insight in what I should say or do next. And that is that moment of remembering, remembering who you really are, that you're just that soul having a physical experience. And when you remember that, it puts you automatically in a spiritual state wherever you are. It helps you connect. And as far as bringing home the joy and life energy from our sixth century meetings, one of the key things I do in our sixth century meetings is I raise the energy in the room and I raise the energy with the people who are attending the meeting. I purposefully infuse the people in our group with positive divine energy and I work with them to do that. And I have my mind and intention focused on that higher vibration. And this often makes people feel that different when we get together. And a lot of people have commented on that, that they feel that energy, and it, it stays with them the rest of the day. Now, the, I do this by uh, through a couple things. One of the things is I do a meditation in the beginning, and this channeled meditation that I do is designed to raise and unify our energies to a higher, more divine level. Uh, usually the meditation is centered around a chakra clearing, but it's really also, it does that, it clears our energy, it helps us connect to heaven above and earth below, and that cleans us and raises our spiritual energy. And while many times these meditations are channeled, everyone out there can do their own. You can do the same thing through your own meditation practice or or by following um, my recorded meditations if that works for you. And my own daily spiritual practices are filled with intention, prayer, meditation, and above all, a mind, body, and spirit practice of raising my energy, raising that vibration, keeping my thoughts and intentions clear and mindful of the divinity within me. And this all allows people in our meeting to experience the feeling of joy and life energy that that this gentleman spoke of for the rest of the day. And each and every one of you can do the same thing on your own. You don't need to come to a meeting. You don't need to find it with someone else. You can do this through your own spiritual practices, just as I have. So you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth. Angel blessings to you all. Bye.